exchanges left then. We've got JSE, we've got the Cape Town Stock Exchange, and? We have four left. So four. the JSE, we've got A2X, which is a, a secondary listing, yes, of course, and then the Cape Town Stock Exchange, and then there's um, Easy. So, yeah, Easy Equities. Okay, exchange. Easy Equities is, is listed as an exchange. So, Easy Equities, the share price has been under pressure recently. No reason to worry about it at this stage. Cape Town Stock Exchange and A2X, are they compliant, fully compliant? Yes, they, they all three of, of, of these small exchanges are um, compliant. Um, you know, I, I mean, I think the, the, the market conditions obviously are tough. And if you come in uh, into a market where you have a, a strong incumbent, it's you know, you you um, you always experience, I suppose, some challenges, but they all capitalised, sufficiently capitalised, um, and so there aren't any immediate surprises that we we expect on the horizon. Thank you, Astrid Luden, the Deputy Commissioner at the Financial Sector Conduct Authority. To Arthur Karras now, who's a portfolio manager at the Macro Solutions at the Old Mutual Investment Group. A surprising day in many respects on the JSE today, Arthur Karras. Currency continuing to weaken. We'll focus on that in just a bit. But today, um, following the Moody's warning that it's worried about electricity, currency fell and we saw some fantastic share price performances. Yes, I think that, um, as usual, the rating agencies uh, kind of like marking to market, telling us what we know is happening in terms of the danger that load shedding poses for economic growth in this country, making that announcement. And I think there was no other real news today that could have caused the currency to move like that. So just maybe a bit of catch up there. And then as a result of some volume concerns from Amplats, very strong movements from the platinum shares. Yeah, I mean, the Anglo-American Platinum today came out with a warning saying its profits are going to be badly affected. It's tried to rebuild the smelter and it's really struggled on that particular front. Um, and, you know, I suppose, again, nothing brand new out of Anglo-American Platinum. It's not as if this was news that was going to break the market, but confirmation that things are quite tough. Yes, I think that result, or the trading update from Amplat, that was all about volumes. So they've had, a, they've had a, a bit of an increase in their basket price, um, nothing to get too excited about, um, but then uh, a negative in terms of inflation. So the price of the goods they're selling not going up as fast as, as inflation, but the big story there being that um, they're busy refurbishing one of, their, one of their big smelting plants, and that has, has created a, 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 a big drop in the amount of platinum that they're able to produce and sell, and that comes in a in the, that's going to come in a period where in the prior period they had to catch up from another smelter rebook. So absolutely record profits um, in, in the prior year, and this year simply not that good um, with all these things mounting on top of one another. But that, um, that gives uh, the platinum and palladium bulls a bit of um, upside because they're looking at the market and saying, well, gee, if all this metal stuff coming to the market, if we continue to see car sales recover, that could be good for the metal price. And then we saw an update from Ital Tile today as well. And I suppose from the boom times of 2020 and 2021, when people were sitting at home and looking at the paint peeling off the walls, thinking, we can tile that, we can paint that. It was very good for DIY. Ital Tile was a big beneficiary, of course, of the DIY boom, but that's just not there anymore. It, it, it's actually a great result to go and look through because you've got elements of all the things that have happened or, or are happening. So we had people going out, 
fixing their homes. So you had that 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 boom in in DIY and refurbishment, as you've mentioned. That's now ended. So we've seen a normalisation. But t- together with that, we see pressure on consumers. So especially the the more bottom end um, parts of the of the customer base looks like they're really struggling to shop. Um, the, um, we, we're seeing an, an ongoing demand, um, according to to Etel Tower, for um, for tiles that are going into into projects, into new corporate buildings and and refurbishments of malls and the like. So that's a little bit of a positive ticking along there. But the other interesting thing that they mentioned was that they they're simply not seeing the amount of online interest. So um, people are, are happy to go to the stores and look at the tiles. So we're seeing maybe a bit of a normalization from, <laughs> from doing yeah. everything online. Yeah. Um, the other interesting, the other uh, worrying thing, of course, is that load shedding is incredibly bad for them. Um, even if they install um, uh, generators in their, in their stores, customers don't like to shop when the robots are out or the traffic lights aren't working, yeah. the traffic's bad and the shops look a little dark, or maybe the air conditioning's not on at full power and of course there's there's still a meaningful manufacturing business so having to constantly dance around um, power failure is very difficult for a manufacturing business yeah it's a mess absolute mess for guys like that Curo's trading update today private school uh, people more and more people lose faith with the public system that's great for private schools Yes, a little bit of growth in their in their numbers, like steady growth, which I which which I think is is promising. 